full slop all the time. It was a long weekend. You're off. It was a long weekend. It was a long weekend. It ended horribly on Sunday. I spent yesterday with the black armband walking around. You know, it was a sad scene. Randy Whitehouse from the Sun Journal joins us now. Raw Material 33 on Twitter. You can catch him tonight over at Auburn Suburban Little League. He'll be covering the Lewiston Edward Little Baseball game, providing Snapcast brought to you by Spectrum Healthcare Partners, getting you all the highlights from the game. Randy does the good stuff like actually like, you know, getting uh, stats and things out. So see, everybody wins at that. At are, that are, you, are you doing the Snapcast from center field like mm-hmm. last year? No, I'm not doing the Snap. I, that was a broadcast. Now, well, this you, No, I know it was a broadcast, but... I think you should still do the snapcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think uh, I think I'm going to be a little closer than that tonight. Although probably not by much. So yeah, I've, I'm thinking next year. I'm thinking when we do the broadcast next week, uh, depending on how those go, I'm thinking I'm going to have to look for a screened-in tent because I think I've learned my lesson from last year. Yeah, Just, that would probably be a good idea. Um, uh, that there are probably a few few ticks out there. <laughs> Just just a couple, just a couple. The other thought is, I was thinking maybe I could get a couple of sheets and roll them around the tent, and and time them up, and then I could uh, I'll burn a couple of citrus. Company, my friend. See, that, that would be a bad idea. See, oh yeah, we'll have maybe we'll make some s'mores. I don't know. It could be crazy. Yeah. You know, cook some hot a dogs. Fire. That's what they used to do at the guides games, right? They used to start a fire in the bullpen to keep the mosquitoes away. There you go. Exactly. See, these are the these are the media, things to do. Media Central. These are the things to do. Um, Lewiston's playing very uh, very good baseball right now. Edward Little uh, playing good baseball. Oxford Hills playing good baseball. Bangor playing good baseball. Um, pretty pretty crowded top of Northern A. Is, is Bangor still uh, the prohibitive favorite, favorite in your eyes because they seem to do this every year? Or is it possible that one of the local teams could finally overtake them? Uh, Bangor is the favorite. By the way, don't, don't leave him in uh, that group. Um, but Bangor's the favorite because they are Bangor, because, you know, we thought, or I thought that they were vulnerable in the past in this run, and, and you know, they've just turned it up to another level in the playoffs, and, and they could do it again this year. Um, the sense is that they don't have the, you know, they don't have the delay, you know, Calpercly's a, a good starter, but they don't have the delay kind of force, you know, or Kimball kind of horse. Uh, but, I mean, you know, also don't take anything away from teams like EL and, and Oxford Hills and Lewiston and Hamden. Uh, they're all pretty solid baseball teams and, and teams that have had, you know, success against each other and, and in at least one case of success against Bangor. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's going to be, I think, I think there will be a few surprises in the uh, NBA North uh, baseball playoffs, uh, but we still could end with a very, very familiar result. Yeah, I think the <clears throat> it looked like Bangor and EL were going to run away, and then all of a sudden they've come back to, at least EL has come back to the pack a little bit, and and it looks like any of are just off their game and suddenly you're out. So you just never know. Yeah, it, it's uh, you know it, it, it's not momentum's not quite on the next day starting pitcher, but it's uh, it, it's pretty important and it's you know it's basically who makes the fewest mistakes and, and Bangor is usually the team that that does that in the tournament. Um, but you know when you have teams like uh, Lewiston or Beaton 
Oxford Hills twice this year, and who knows, may, may add EL to that list of teams they've beaten tonight. Uh, you, you know you have a pretty competitive tournament when when teams like that have, have you, know, you know, fairly easy, especially the first game. Uh, so uh, all, all kinds of... Uh, all kinds of intrigue going in, but still, if you ask me if I want to pick against Bangor, I'm not going to choose that for sure. Well, I think the other thing there are two things Bangor has going for them. Number one, <clears throat> they have home field advantage, yeah. and that's a trip. And <laughs> we forget about that, you know. When El Lewis and Oxford Hill was there, yeah, those are trips, but they're yeah, they're doable. Bangor's a little different animal, yeah. and number two. That stadium is just enough uh, bigger, better, whatever than all the others. That it it lends an an air of this is important. This is big time. We're special. I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like every time I've gone there, the other team looks intimidated when they come in. Different ballpark from what they're used to playing. I mean, it has actual dugout. Has you know a grant a large. Uh, Grandstands hosted big events there before, so yeah, definitely. You know, maybe if you if you just kind of stay field, uh, you might be able to shake that off. But yeah, definitely has a different feel. And it has Stephen King watching over things, so <laughs> that's probably part of it too. Absolutely, I, um, that you know, I, I wanted to uh, mention that uh, tonight's game. Uh, El is uh, collecting donations for uh, for the family of, of the little boy. I encourage everybody to go out to the game if you can. You know, check out Maddie's stuff and you know, check in on Twitter once in a while for my updates. But if you can, go out there. They're donating all the all the proceeds to to their family, and uh, you know, it's a good gesture. I think they've done similar stuff in the past for the El Lewiston game uh, at Auburn Suburban, but. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure the folks in Lewis aren't too happy about having two uh, two games against EL at, at Auburn Suburban this year, but that's kind of the way things work out. Let's make the best of it and, and uh, raise some money for some folks. Talking with Randy Whitehouse from Sun Journal, sunjournal.com. It's going to be weird looking at the heel points. I don't I don't think Dirigo, I mean, I love Ryan Palmer as much as anybody else, but it doesn't look like Dirigo is going to be making the uh, – the Class C tournament, depending on on heel points and, and the way things are going, because I don't think West Cassett's going to be worth too many. So, uh, <laughs> what are we what are we looking at in Class C South? Yeah, uh, Nate Fournier and I were talking about this last night. Um, you know, I, Ryan knew that that you know this was going to be a little bit of a step back this year, um, especially after he found out that uh, Luke Leaders and uh, uh, Cooper Chase were hurt. Because those were basically, he was worried about his pitching going into, you know, in the winter, and you know, come come spring, his his two top pitchers uh, were hurt, so uh, you know they just they just couldn't really get on track, especially in terms of pitching this year. Um, I think Ryan did a good job to, to get them to six wins, quite frankly. Uh, haven't seen them against Mountain Valley earlier this year. Um, but yeah, C South. I mean, uh, you know, uh, with Deere go out, uh, Mount Abrams uh, back in the playoffs, and, and that's good to see. And I'm sure Ryan's happy to see that as former Mount Abrams coach. Uh, but uh, you know, you, you look at the top, 
And, I mean, it's it's Hallville's tournament to lose. Um, I don't know if, if you guys have seen them play at all. I have not. Uh, but, you know, I, I know that they had all the talent back that they had last year. And I covered them a couple times last year and was impressed. And, and they're definitely a team to beat. Uh, but, you know, don't look now. St. Don's is rising through the uh, through the heel point standings. I'm going to see them tomorrow against NYA. Probably won't be much of a contest, but, you know, finally get a chance to see the Saints. I've actually talked to Bob Blackman a couple times in the last couple weeks. And uh, he's feeling pretty good about his team, and he should. He's got he's got uh, Riley Volpe, who's you know about as good a number one starter as pretty much anyone else in the tournament has. Uh, you know, so you have Bob Blackman with a pretty pretty good number one starter, and, and you have to feel good about your chances in in the tournament. It's it's you know been borne out time and time again in the past. But the Hall deals, you know, still definitely. You know the clear favorite, and then Lisbon. You know probably has has the best chance. They probably have the most depth in terms of pitching. They can certainly hit the ball. They obviously had the experience of going through the uh, the tournament last year, and I'm sure a little bit of a better taste in their mouth from last year. And, and we'll want to you know correct that this year. Uh, you know, and, and then you have you know teams that that have been there in the past. So you always have to you know. You, you can't ever count out like like Winthrop and, and Monmouth, uh, but you know I, I think Caldwell, their record speaks for itself. They'll they'll go into this tournament the the clear and prohibitive favorite. Yeah, with the guy like Stebbins, uh, he, he plays good ball. They've got a good team around him as well. So that's yeah. uh, they've got some good guys there. St. Dom's, uh, you know, you you mentioned St. Dom's. They usually flip a switch and, and start playing. I mean, they get the kids back from their Mississippi trip usually at some point, and then they start playing some decent baseball. So, I mean, yeah. you never know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And then and you know they're always playing their best at the end of the season. And yeah, I'm sure you know not having part of the squad early. First few games, first few practices uh, uh, has a little bit to do with that. But uh, yeah, it's if it's if it's May and June, it's uh, it's it's time to pay attention to St. Dom's for sure. Hey, Randy. Um, yesterday I tried to get on, and then again today the MPA Hill Point uh, site for lacrosse. Yeah. And it's not showing Class B lacrosse at all. Do we oh, know what? Any- do we know anything about that? Have we shut that down? Have we just shut down the Class B this year? I guess uh, <laughs> we're not. That's, a, that's enough. There's nothing, north or south. Yeah. No kidding. Nothing. Oh, wow. No, no idea. I, yeah. And it's been more than a week because I've tried it before. Okay, you go north, south. You go, go back there real quick. Hold on. We're going to try to solve this on the air. We're going to do <laughs> on air troubleshooting. Go back. When you back to that page, let me know. Okay. Um, when you get there. Okay, you're back there now. Yep. Okay, there's there's north, south, and then there's state if you're in the drop down menu. Oh hit state. Okay, hold on. Here we go. See what that this does. This is riveting, by the way. Does it work? Does he see it? Uh they they have that for some sport, you know, like unified and stuff like that. Yeah, they have it for I think they have it for C too, uh for class C lacrosse. State. That must be what it is. Let me look. There it is. Is it? We got it. We got anything? There it is. By Gory, you've solved it. All right. I just fixed that. Anything else we can do? Anything I can? Wow. I, you, know? Uh, you know, it's interesting. Huh. Boy State. They don't list Oak Hill. Hmm. 
and I know they got a team because I've been watching their scores. That's yeah, but I'm are they in Class for. C? There's a Class C. There's a Class C. Go to Class C. I, state. I, I think I tried C also. Let me look. It's got to be in there somewhere. Class C State. Class C State. See if kills in there. Ah, see, they've changed it over. See, yeah. All right, there we go. Hey, by going that. We have I take back everything I said. Well, almost everything I said about him, Randy. Both mysteries have been solved. He, they're both in fifth. Okay, was nine and two. Completely, completely solved. If anybody wants a dark horse, by the way, in boys baseball for Class C South, okay, I think Lisbon's going to get overlooked a little bit. I think they've had a heck of a year. And I also, I, I Morana Cook always seems to do stuff in these tournaments yeah, as well. I wouldn't well. count on either one. And when you're looking at it, now they do the prelim games, right? So it'll go, um, it'll go, what is it? T- 10 will play seven, nine will play eight or whatever right. it is to move yeah. on. That, yes. That's how that, that's right. so you're looking at probably, and that Mount Abram team has been tough. I'm actually uh, thinking about going up to see them tomorrow against uh, Spruce. So you got Mount Abram uh, would be traveling. If, if everything ended uh, today the way it was, uh, the way it's set up, You'd have Mount Abram, Monmouth, and then Sacopee, Winthrop for the prelims. And then uh, the winner of those two games would go on to face Halldale and Lisbon. So uh, St. Dom's is in there. Trape has had a pretty good year as well. So I, I, Marina Cook, I think, could be a sleeper as well. They always play pretty good baseball up there. So I saw them against Levitt last week, and they lost. But, but they were pretty solid. They've had, they've had pretty good pitching all year long. And, and there's, you know, uh, there's probably... Uh, Maybe two, maybe three teams with better lineups that I've seen in in uh, C South, but they're still pretty pretty solid in terms of their run production. So, yeah, definitely uh, watch out for Miranda. But I think I think it is uh, the biggest threat to Hallville, I think is has been. Talking to Randy Whitehouse from the Sun Journal, SunJournal.com. Um, so I was talking with Travis Barrett earlier. Um, oh poor you! Yeah, I know it was. You know, we have thir- we have thirty minutes to go. I have to be careful. He's listening, so you know, like, he actually saved my butt today. You, might, because, you mean he might call back in? Yeah, he could. I mean, he. Um, it's funny. He. Uh, I had told him originally eleven, and then you told me eleven. I'm like, oh, so I changed it basically without telling him, and he was listening, oh, and he just oh, called in at ten thirty. I am not gonna let him forget it that they bumped him for me. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. That is a gift, Maddie. I am glad right? I could. I'm glad I could help you with that. We do everything we can. Glad I could help you with that. And I was telling him because you know we were discussing the fact that none of us are really all that excited or interested in Golden State Cleveland four. Um, you know, or in this case, I guess. Would this be like, um, is this like a Force Awakens? You know what I mean? Like, is this is this that one? Like, you had the trilogy, and now you're starting the next trilogy? So, like, I'm hoping not. But yeah, uh, well, That's, you know, and I guess, like, Solo, Solo bombed or didn't have a good weekend at the box office. So, you know, Star Wars fatigue, and, you know, we got Warriors, Warriors cats fatigue. I'll, I'll be honest, though. I'm I'm more interested in this series than I ever would have been Cavs Rockets because I the Rockets I can't I can't take them I can't watch them it's it's a bunch of hard O men's league players it's <laughs> like like watching and that is not entertaining at all at least the Warriors can be entertaining when they're going they're annoying and, and you know you can you know pick out whichever guys you hate. You know, whether it's Draymond Green or Steph Curry or Kevin Durant, whatever. But when when they're going well, they're fun to watch. The the, the Rockets are a, a blight on professional basketball. <laughs> a 
Rockets are flying. You know, I was thinking that same thing last night in the first half when the Rockets got up. And then I watched them like have all their threes rattle out, and I'm like, I've seen this episode of Game 7 before. I think I just watched it last night, in fact. you know. Yep. And then sure enough, they do the same. I mean, they even hit the same amount of three-pointers, seven. It's seven, not yep. a lucky number for either the Celtics or uh, Houston Rockets uh, in their Game 7s. But when I saw that, I'm like, man, Houston, Cleveland, what a, you know, everybody doesn't want to see Golden State, like, do it. But to me, the NBA Finals were ruined as soon as LeBron was there. But right. um, I'm kind of at the point. And the other thing that I talked to Coach about is I'm really disappointed that the young guys, Brown, Tatum, they're not going to get to play the Warriors in the Finals so that they can see what level they're going to have to get to to win that thing next year yeah. and the year after and the year after and the year yeah. after and the year after and then the year after that. Um, as I just keep going through and, and listing off all of them. But that was that was my biggest concern. But then my second one was, okay, I have to watch this because it's my job. Okay, that's that's the thing. Okay, that's part of the deal. I have to know about these things. So what is my rooting interest here? Do I want Golden State to win so that LeBron quits and leaves Cleveland? Or do I want Cleveland to win the NBA Finals so that LeBron gets a false sense of security and decides to stay there? And then he can, quote, as we discussed it earlier, age in place. In Cleveland, and then we already saw how good the Celtics were this year. I mean, even without Kyrie and Hayward, they should have won the Eastern Conference Finals against this team. So, to me, you know, I, I think you want to keep things status quo. I think you want to keep LeBron in Cleveland and just keep going at him year after year after year and watch him age in place and see if they can get help around him, enough help around him to, to overtake you. I like that term, age in place. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he's talking about me. <laughs> he's doing that, though. Um, I I don't want LeBron to win a title under any circumstances. Oh, I you know, love it, especially this year because if he doesn't, I mean, you must have heard that you know, like Windhorse is like talking about how we all need to start a you know handing down his performance orally. Uh, sorry, uh, in, you know, in this uh, you know incredible time of LeBron overcoming all odds to take a drag a team of so-so players to the NBA Finals again. Um, you know, this we are all witnesses BS. Uh, that's why I had to come on late. You know, that's why I couldn't come on my usual 10 o'clock time. Was like, I'm writing my LeBron memoirs, and I wanted to make sure those were done. Are you, I like are, it. Are you writing down what you've been witnessing? Yes, I have, and, and it's been somewhat moving, and, and it's forced me to be a little introspective, and I still hate his guts. Randy, I said ah! Brady's five and three in championship games. I want LeBron to be three and six. <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds really good. That sounds really good, dude. I, I I think that that would be much much better than him staying in Cleveland. I actually kind of want him to go to Philly. Probably um, wants him to go to Philly because that would that would just kick the rivalry up another gear, and you know. <laughs> I got nothing left with Cleveland. You know, I we're we're all settled with Cleveland, Cleveland right now. So let's let's you know heat things up with Philly again and uh, and go from there because the, you know the Celtics are, are going to be there for for the foreseeable future. So let's let's make Philly the the chief rival and and let Cleveland you know its uh, one championship. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's going to be really exciting going forward and, and you know, there's really no point in looking back at, at basically them choking in game seven. 
uh, that's what it came down to. Um, so hopefully they learn from it and move on. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm all about the future right now. Well, and I am too. And that's why I'm, I'm rooting. I am willing to cast it aside and root for LeBron in this thing to win because I think the future of the Boston Celtics is better if the Cleveland Cavaliers win the NBA championship this year. That's just how I feel about it. Well, you think it makes it an easier road for them? Or? Yeah, I do, because I, I think what's going to end up happening is you can't... My issue is is if LeBron leaves Cleveland, okay, someone's, something's going to happen with Philadelphia. Okay, One, I don't want LeBron to go to Philadelphia. I, I kind of want LeBron to go to Philadelphia, but I also don't because that could not go well, you know what I mean, in terms of Celtic stuff. What I'd like to see is 76ers fans hoping and praying LeBron is coming, and then it turns out that, you know, maybe they're going to have to do an unrestricted offer sheet on Marcus Smart or something, or restricted offer. You know what I mean? Like, you know how teams come into the free agent like, oh, we're going to do this, and they always sign some other guy because they think it's it's better instead of just not signing anyone and waiting right. for the right movement? You mean like the Red Sox. Like the Red Sox, yeah. for example. Somebody passed their prime. Correct. That's we, yeah, that's, that's really, that's what, it, that's what it boils down to. So I'm, I'm going to cast that aside and, and root for that. Um, now, if Golden State wins, my thought, hope there is, okay, Cleveland, uh, uh, LeBron can do the Chris Paul this year. He can opt into his free agent deal. Instead of signing as a free agent, he can opt in as a free agent, and he can force a trade to Houston, which would be the only way he could get there anyways. So if he did that, you know, and then and Cleveland has to, has to trade him, get rid of him, do whatever, and he goes to Houston because he thinks Houston is the better chance for him to beat Golden State, I'm okay with that, too, because then when the Celtics make the finals, because the Celtics aren't really going to be playing, you know, whatever Philly does, Philly to me is like their only concern. I'm not really concerned that much about Milwaukee. They've, they're have they they're going to improve, but the way they're set up, they're capped out. They can't really improve that much unless they make major changes. So to me, I, I just, I'd like to see him back in Cleveland. Let's let him age in place and, and keep taking shots at him because I think you, you saw he was vulnerable. He could have been, he could have been eliminated in the first round. And in the conference finals, okay, by two teams that really shouldn't have been in it. So that's the way I'm looking I, at it. I, I just don't see him going to the Western Conference. Yeah, I hear a lot of people that say that. I and I, I agree with that to a point. So you never know. I, I, I don't I don't think he wants that I don't I don't think he wants to be having to deal with Golden State for basically for the rest of his career. I I, I think he'll Stay in the East, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, the Celtics become the, the East, East Coast version of Golden State, and and you know, make make him uh, make him regret being in the, in the Eastern Conference too. Randy Whitehouse from the Sun Journal. You can catch him tonight up at Auburn Suburban Little League. He, like, dude, I'm not appearing there. Yeah, he's appearing. He'll be signing I'm autographs not, in the sixth on. inning. He'll be uh, there'll be uh, Randy Whitehouse bobbleheads uh, tonight you as well. Me, please ignore me. I th- right? yeah, just just don't yeah, just he'll be standing next to me, probably wishing that I was somewhere else, and it'll be fine. Uh, that'll be tonight, Lewis and Edward Little Baseball. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter for the Action Raw Material 33, and you can catch his article in the Sun Journal or online at sunjournal.com. Randy, thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thank you. That's Randy Whitehouse from the Sun Journal. We will have more along the path. Cali uh, Oaks will join us in the next segment here on the Beale Daily from Spectrum Health Partners Studios across the NBR radio network. <laughs>